Hello, and welcome to my bullet journal journey. I'm your host, Danny Kay, and thank you for joining me today. Last episode was my inaugural episode where I introduced myself, explained what drew me to bullet journaling and how my first month is going. Please check that out if you haven't already. I am now nearly through my second month journaling. I'll have an update at the end of this month or probably early March about how this month has gone compared to the first month um, and then kind of where I'm going forward. But this episode, I want to talk about the white jelly roller pen. Now, you might be saying, Danny, what? How the hell are you going to do an entire episode on a pen? And you would be absolutely correct in this assessment, because despite my affinity for office supplies, I do not think I can fill up an entire episode talking about a pen. The pen, rather, is the physical embodiment of our mistakes. So the white jelly roller pen, it's used like whiteout to erase mistakes. In the bullet journal, it's very popular for that purpose. You can use whiteout, but the jelly roller pen kind of does the job more fluidly than something like whiteout tape. And it's less messy than traditional whiteout where you have the little brush. And it can also be used for embellishments like highlights, but we're not talking about that in this episode. Perhaps the best advice that I got from one of the many bullet journal tutorials and walkthroughs I watched on YouTube was this. On your very first page, just go ahead and make a big scribble. Just mess it up immediately. Because the fact is you're gonna make mistakes in your bullet journal and you have to be able to accept it and be able to move on from it. These mistakes are not gonna ruin your bullet journal. Now, I didn't actually follow this YouTuber's advice and scribble on my first page. And actually, I wish that I could remember who the YouTuber was because I just, I'd give her a shout out. It was just phenomenal advice because it gave me the freedom to not just expect to make mistakes, but also to accept that they're going to be part of the process. It really changed my perspective. In every piece of my art, there's always something that I hate, like every single time. Like it might be how a bush turned out if I'm doing a full scene or a single petal of a flower that I draw might be kind of wonky. And these mistakes always define the piece for me. Every time I look at it, my eye immediately goes to the mistake and almost causes like an eye twitch. And other people never notice, but I'll always point it out when they compliment my work. Because, of course, we're always hardest on ourselves, aren't we? But a funny thing happened in my bullet journal. I've used my white jelly roller pen quite liberally, especially in the first dozen pages. There's white jelly roller everywhere. On one page, I've whited out a whole side of a box because I did, I did too many boxes, or it was too big. I covered it with washi tape, but you can still see the jelly roller through the tape. On another page, I whited out a weird looking daffodil petal, and you can still see the white ink. It's actually quite prominent, and my eye does go to it right away every time, but it doesn't bother me like 
a mistake like that would in my art. I almost look at it quite fondly. I'm reminded of my failures, of something I tried that didn't work, so I tried again. In art, you're creating something and you share it with other people and you're looking for approval and validation. I mean, that's part of it. And there's always that dopamine kick when they compliment your work. So making mistakes in art may jeopardize that approval and subconsciously you're thinking that. So you may be less willing to take risks when you fear the judgment of others or you think it's going to diminish what other people think or see. But your bullet journal is different. The bullet journal is just for you. So everything is about your perspective, how you look at it, because you're most likely going to be the only one to see it. And if you perceive the mistakes as defeating or distracting or destructive, they will be. But if you look at them as opportunities to grow and to learn and evolve, they will be just that. There's so many creative remedies to mistakes in the bullet journal community. Some people use the jelly roller if they're small mistakes. Some people cover mistakes with craft paper and try again. Some people use paper that they've cut out from their bullet journal when they've created Dutch doors so you can cover like a whole side of a page that way. Some people, depending on where the mistake is placed, if it's like towards the outside of the page, you might cut off that section and create a Dutch door. And But because there are so many solutions, you have the freedom to try different things and take some risks in your bullet journal. Our mistakes show us there's room for growth. I have a ton of creators on Instagram that I follow who have all these beautiful spreads and they're just absolutely amazing. But what they don't show in those posts is all the spreads that weren't so great that they had to create in order to create at this level. Their current work is a culmination of hundreds of hours, the hundreds of mistakes that they've made until that point. It can be kind of discouraging to a newcomer and you get overwhelmed at the quality of that kind of work. You just think to yourself, I can never do that. But we have to remember no one who performs their craft at an elite level just woke up one morning, tried to do something and managed to do it at a professional level. My husband and I are huge Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. So Tom Brady, no question, is the greatest football player of all time. He's the GOAT. I don't even know if there's a football franchise that has as many Super Bowl rings as he has. He's got seven. I think the Steelers have five. All that to be said. We said that before he became a Buccaneer. But he isn't the best athlete. He isn't a perfect physical specimen. What makes him great is the thousands of hours he spent perfecting his form, studying film, working with his teammates, and learning from his mistakes. In our bullet journals, because it's a living document, so to speak, it's constantly evolving with us. We can see where there's room for growth, and we're also able to assess monthly, weekly, daily what works for us and what doesn't. We're able to leave behind spreads and trackers that don't serve us and add those that do in their place. So in that way, we're erasing not just small mistakes from the journal, but deleting entire systems which are not contributing to our growth. 
a bullet journal, and that way it becomes a time capsule that documents our growth and evolution. I love going back through my spreads to see what I'm using and what I'm not because it makes me reflect on why a spread might not be practical for me or what I like about a spread and how I can take it up another level. So I learn a lot about myself. I assess goals that I started, which maybe I'm not on track to meet, and I can either revise them or decide whether it's something I want to continue going forward. Maybe I've grown and that goal no longer applies to where I am in my life. We could and should be able to erase those goals if they're not going to serve us. As I look through my journal, I also note how the amount of jelly roller I've used and the frequency diminished through the spreads. So in particular, I use a lot of jelly roller in my earlier spreads to clean up my lettering. So I'm completely new to lettering. Like I never tried it before I got a bullet journal. So at first I wasn't that great at it. I'm still learning for sure, but I am getting better. And I've learned to take my time with it. I've gained confidence with my lettering, which I achieved by practicing in my journal, stepping out of my comfort zone. The jelly roller gave me the freedom to take those risks because there was always a remedy. So I'm now planning actually to branch out and try a new font for March. So check that out on my Instagram in the next few weeks. It's very gratifying to look at how far you've come. So in 2020, I lost 17 pounds and I'll still go back and look at progress pictures because it helps to keep me motivated. And I do the same thing with earlier spreads in my journal. So they're kind of like my fat pictures, you know, uh, when we're growing and we're in the weeds, you can't see the progress you make day to day, but month to month, you absolutely can. And for that reason, I like to flip back through my journals regularly just to see my progress. Making mistakes in my journal has taught me to give myself some grace and to forgive those little errors because they're not catastrophic. And in fact, those mistakes are learning opportunities so long as you perceive them as that. Recovering from these small mistakes teaches you about your own capabilities and your resiliency, and you learn that mistakes, no matter the size, are part of the process, which gives you confidence to try new things and to branch out. I'm putting myself out there both with this podcast and on YouTube. I'm learning how to edit videos. It's a long process, video editing. I have a newfound appreciation for my husband who makes videos on another channel we have. So our, our mistakes teach us humility. If you come out the gate and are proficient or elite at a skill, you'll be overconfident and have no reason to work at it. I mean, why would you? But few of us ever start a skill that way. So seeing that you're starting something from the ground up and knowing you need to practice and learn to achieve the proficiency you want will keep you motivated to move toward your goals to get you to the level that you want to be. I feel like I've made some personal growth in these first two months of bullet journaling by embracing the process and appreciating the mistakes and using them as learning opportunities. I'm sure many of you have been bullet journaling much longer than me, and you can recall your early days of journaling. I will say I'm still screwing up things on basically every spread. I had a, a weekly February spread that only included six days. So then the next week I had to do eight days. But I just rolled with it, which was an accomplishment 
for me. I'm not OCD by any stretch, but I would say I'm particular. So normally something like that might give me a little twitch, but this one didn't. And so I'm going to start doing my spreads or I'm currently doing spreads by week of the year. So January 1st started week one of the year. But in March, I think I'm going to stop because um, I think I'm already probably off in my week count because of things like this, making one week with only six days and another week with eight days, which is sad because I only made it eight weeks by my count. But I don't really feel like it provides any value to me. So the, those are some ways that my mistakes have taught me something about myself and my journal will certainly evolve based on that insight. On that same weekly spread, I messed up the header because while I had an idea of what I wanted to do, when I went to go do it, my brain was just somewhere else and I just kind of did it on autopilot. And once I realized this was not what I wanted to do, it was too late because I was doing it in pen. <laughs> so I learned that I need to be more present in the future and focused on what I'm doing. Again, another insight into myself, a learning opportunity. One of many more to come, I'm sure. I'd love to hear how your mistakes have helped you grow, particularly in your journaling. You can get in contact with me on Instagram at riverflowerart or by email at riverflowerart at gmail.com. I'll be back in probably a week or so with the summation of my second month bullet journaling. I do hope in the meantime, you'll subscribe and maybe tell a friend. Until next time, I'm your host, Danny Kay, and this is my bullet journal journey. <laughs>